Hello everyone and welcome back to Can't Stop Won't Stop, where we can't stop and we won't stop being warriors fighting for justice. I'm your host, Lindsay Ann. And today, you guys, I again have my main man with me, D-Wayne. And (laughs) today we are going to go over our thoughts and reactions on the Dateline episode that just aired featuring our beloved Egypt Covington. Let's do this! Good to be back. I know. I love doing these together. Yeah. So, um, well, you know what, babe? Why don't you start with some thanks? Okay. So, first of all, I want to, we want to thank everyone for all of the support that's been given throughout the years. Um, we've, we've been so lucky to have so many uh, people that wanted to help us out that uh, we, we can't even name them all. But, you know, we're going to try to uh, put some first names out there today anyway while we're talking so um recognition is always necessary we think and um we've had such a huge community behind us and it really um accelerated uh the our progress when when working on egypt's case yeah because without the community none of this would be happening none (laughs) so yeah right from the beginning yeah and and even the support and it's not only the support that's been then going on from like just from the Dateline episode, it's like what Dwayne said. It's it's all the support that Egypt has had from the very beginning. That's so right. We just from... want to always. We always just want to keep thanking you guys for that, and just know that we're so grateful. And Egypt is too, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I get in trouble for speaking for her, you know, because oh. I never knew her. <laughs> it's <laughs> so all good. I think, I think, she I think would that's be fair enough to say. Supportive. So, um. Since I'm your host again today, (laughs) let's give some thoughts. Let's give some thoughts on this um, this Dateline episode called "The Wrong Door." Mm -hmm. What do you What do you think about what was your first? Well, I loved the I loved the title. I loved the title. You know, like we didn't know what the title was going to be until like about four days before it aired uh, when they did some of the previews, and I thought the title was was awesome the yeah. wrong door and i didn't tell you that uh, leah actually text texted me and um said one of my really good friends said uh oh she loved the name were you a part of making that name mm-hmm. and no no we weren't Mm-mm. just to answer that question yeah uh, they did that all on their their zones <laughs> <laughs> sergey sergey is the was the producer and uh i, I think he's the one that came up with that okay. give him give him a shout out and it seems so, so obvious fast. too i mean you know the the tragedy of just simply going to the wrong door in the duplex yeah there was some there was some feedback saying that you didn't even need to watch the episode because you gave it away in the title but you know everyone has their own opinions nobody can be Mm -hmm. happy with everything that anyone does so anyway so my uh, or Dwayne why don't you start with your thoughts overall overall on the episode what did you what did you what did you think so I really I really think that um the dateline was very thorough and uh, telling Egypt's story, and so that's that's the biggest thing I liked about it. It gave different perspectives um, from her friends, from her family, um, to give uh, the information needed to get the story out there. Um, there's been a lot of uh, not only controversy but um, uh, rumors and in different ways the story's been told, and I think this was the most. Um, uh, compilated like best compilated uh, version of the story that um, can get out there to millions now and so yeah. that's we're so proud of so proud of Dayline yeah my overall thought is that I, I thought it was really well really well done and um, they did a great job and um, yeah so a lot of people are very curious about the process of of Dateline. I've had a lot of questions on that, and in leading up to the show airing, and and you guys, we're here to tell you that it takes 
I mean, hours upon hours upon hours of, of prep, preparation and interviews, uh, phone calls, emails, texts. You know, it's a, it's a lot of, a lot of prep uh, leading up to a show airing. Uh, some of these interviews that you guys saw, for example, Curtis, every interview that you saw of Curtis was when they came out three years ago. So Dateline came out to Belleville three years ago when they started looking into this case, into Egypt's case, because it sounded like, this is the interesting part, they came out three years ago because it sounded like in their their mind that there was going to be an arrest made. So they were yeah, getting ahead of, of it and, and getting interviews done so that as soon as the arrest was made, they would be able to, to air Egypt's story. Well, the person who they were told was going to be arrested was Kenny Mahalik. <laughs> and, yep. and we all know how that ended. So that's why. So Curtis's interview was from three years ago. Uh, and some of, some of what you saw in Chuck, some of Chuck's interviews on this, on the Dateline episode were also from three years ago. Not all of them, right. but some of them were. Yeah. So. And then everybody else's was up to date. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have any more to add on to the to the process? I mean, we'll talk more about that when we get into some of the comments. Uh, well, yeah, the, um, the process itself, uh, you know, it did take a lot of time. But um, I, our portion of the uh, process and and mostly mostly Lindsay, um, we have a plethora of information and so that's why it, it did it took a lot of our time and we're glad to do it but um, we just wanted to let you know what how the process goes and you know there's I mean folders and folders and folders and uh, of uh, of information that needed to be gone through to get this story out so um, interviews massive amount of um, interviews and um, a documentation that needed to be sorted, and what what could uh, tell that full story uh, need to be extracted from uh, you know tons and tons of uh, data. So that's yeah, you don't and get to we see loved that. that. We loved that because that means that that showed us that Dateline was looking for the truth. Yeah, yeah. So we've never worked with anyone that has really dug into it that deep. So thorough. So it was it was great. Yeah. Uh, and and oh, also my thoughts on the episode. I wanted to say that I think Dwayne, you nailed it. Uh-huh. You did. Thanks. Not only did you look phenomenal. <laughs> oh <my laughs> no, gosh. no, it's not about that. Um, <laughs> no, but he did. He looked good. But he, you, you did. You you sounded so confident and you held yourself really well and it it you could see the love for your sister Thank in you. your eyes and and hear it in your voice and how much knowledge that you have on your sister's case Thank and you very I much. thought that you you really did a phenomenal job in that so and you guys we had no idea how much like what they were going to put uh, on the show we we had no idea so we went into it nervous too. We we're just like, oh my gosh, how? What are they gonna say? Sure. What? What clips are they gonna use? You know, I sat in that chair for three hours. Yeah, that was a long first, interview. The first interview that I had with Andrea Canning was neither of us got out of our seats for three hours. Yeah, and so that was like that was a huge part because. Um, you know, they had to get they extracted so much information from your interview and they had to shove it into a few minutes um so that that's got to be a tough job in itself and i i know why your interview was so long is because you had all the information and i was really really impressed by how much uh you were able to regurgitate um from all the questions that uh andrea had asked you and um, I, I mean, that was a lot, you know, I, I would have been flipping through documents and saying, uh, 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 let me check, let me check. And you did it, um, right off the, right off the handle. So good job. Thanks. 
Yeah, yeah. Thanks. I, I, I think I say it often that it's not very many people that I think know more about Egypt's case than us. Uh, yeah, I would, I would put that challenge out there to anyone. I mean, Michigan yeah. State Police might have, uh, yep. uh, might be the closest ones there. They definitely, they definitely but... know more than I do. They do know more than I do. Uh, there's not very many people out there that do. So hold on. So this this question here kind of goes with what we were saying. Melissa asked us, do you know ahead of time before seeing the Dateline episode that they were going to represent you fairly? Then she said, I was so nervous because of how deceptive media programs can be. For example, Nancy Grace, Dr. Oz, etc. So no. Yeah. Great Uh, question, Melissa. Yeah, that's a great question. We, We wish, you know, we wish we could have seen it ahead of time. But no, we had we had no idea. Uh, we were assuming that they would portray us and represent us fairly because there really isn't anything unfair. I, I don't know when you give when you give them the truth, they put the truth out there. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean there could be um, situations where they're trying uh, where, where certain media are trying to emphasize. Uh, sides of, of stories or emphasize tragedy and things like that. So you do get nervous on um, how they put the clips in. Are the clips going to be in order? Do they just, you know, put in sound bites? Those are the kind of the things that were going on in my mind. Um, do you agree? Like, it, it, I mean, the information's all there, but they have to actually put it all together in a two-hour sh- show. Mm-hmm. All this information probably could be a series that um, went on... Uh, for a couple of years yeah for sure for sure something that i was surprised at when they showed it was and and super excited i think i like fist pumped or like what is this called <laughs> yeah fist pumping right Fist pumping i was cheering yes <laughs> when yes. when they showed the email that the township, Van Buren Township clerk, Leon Wright, wrote to Dwayne and to other uh, township members asking to be removed from the chain of emails because he was sick of all the stupidness. Does anybody know how to block these? Wow. that, That was the best that they put that out there to show what really happens. And I think that that was a perfect example of what happens behind closed doors that so many people have no idea that it happens. And and that was just one email that we happened to catch. There's no way in hell that was the first time he's ever done something like that. No. No, no. way. And this was such a huge turning point because it was, it, it was a, a series of, I believe, three things that happened in a row. And this was such a huge one that, um, that encouraged Van Buren to give it up to the state. And yeah. um, I mean, that was massive. It seems so simple with one little email, but it was it was part of that turning point. And I'm so glad they showed it on there because um, that's what that's what happens in you know good old boy clubs. And um, you know, there you can't block constituents. It, I I don't want to get into it. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it was I just could just jump it... in there and get. Oh, no, it yeah. just was great that they showed that on on Dateline and to make people aware of. I hope people got that that wow factor of holy cow! I wonder what's happening in my jurisdiction. I wonder mm-hmm. what people are saying about my loved one whose case isn't solved. You know, yeah. um, so there's there's just it just was very eye opening, and I was glad that they played that. Mm. Um, I mean, yeah, and it just goes, I mean, it's, if you guys heard my last week's episode, I exposed a phone conversation between the lead detective on Tanner Barton's case saying that he is going to look non-biased on the surface. That's, that's what happens. So it's not only Van Buren Township. It's not only Howard County. It happens all the time. And it's just... Figuring it out and finding that information and then exposing it so people can really hear what's happening. So it it just, yeah, 
I think it's important to that. I think that Dateline really did a good job with that one. Yeah, yeah, um, and I know that um, in the past, uh, um, it's been it's been said numerous amount of times. Um, something else that was kind of brought up in there, and that's you not knowing Egypt. You know, you're specifically asked that. Yes, and... I did not know Egypt, and I've said it so many times. I never met Egypt. I feel like I know her now. I have never met her. And I've never, ever, ever tried to say that I have. I've never once said she was my best friend or yeah. she was like nothing like that. Um, but it is, it's dramatic and it makes mm-hmm. people, um, it, it makes people question my um, intentions and, and I understand that. So that is why they air that. Mm-hmm. It's just frustrating that it keeps getting <laughs> brought up yeah. that's okay like i don't but it didn't i i think there's um i, I i'm pretty glad it, they put it in there because you know that was asked asked by so many people um well why you know why did you do it and and you said on the show it's for the one that i love and um that's what got you started and, and driven in it and it, it makes so much sense why do you have to know someone you know you're, you're going and, and you're helping others and and all the a lot of the community members and um, people that are part of can't stop won't stop they don't know the victims, they don't know the victims' families yet they they really support and um, are there for the cause and so it's super important to let people know you don't have to know somebody to help them. Hey, doing guess who else never met your sister? Um, let's see. James Plummer, oh. <laughs> the lead detective at Michigan State Police, who solved your sister's case. That's so true. He's never met your sister. So true, but he put Guess all who else of his hasn't? time. And Victoria into Shackelford, it. the prosecutor who is fighting her ass off for mm-hmm. your sister, but she doesn't get ridiculed. No, 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 not at all. The, you know, there's reasons why uh, people are bringing it up. <laughs> I, I totally I get know. that. I know, but. Uh, yeah, it's just funny. It's like, I would, yeah, yeah. But I definitely understand how in the beginning it can be like, whoa, who are you? Why are you jumping into this? Which is exactly why we tried to have that conversation with your with uh, your your side of the family, with uh, Kristen and Chuck. Sure. Was to help them understand our thoughts behind it all. Yeah. And it just totally went awry. And just just know, you guys, there's two sides to, <laughs> to every story. Yeah, so, um, for sure. you know that that the conversation at the that table. This is I don't want to go much into that night, mm-hmm. but to hear Chuck say we were just having a conversation and she just stormed out. Right. That's not quite uh, how it went. <laughs> but, no. But. Uh, uh, voices started to um, raise. Um, it started getting heated um, immediately when we when we brought up um, uh, first of all my mom and when we brought up uh, Kenny. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and... I mean, they like to say that I was wagging a finger, but <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. Yep, it was. Well, I, hey, Chuck said specifically, you have thirty seconds to speak, and I, I mean. I don't know about you, but uh, I'm pretty passive. Maybe I wouldn't have reacted the same, but Lindsay's not going to have this. She's a bulldog. She's she's tough. She's a tough cookie, and that, don't disrespect. I mean, yeah, we were in their house, but... Uh, uh, yeah, he it, put his finger doesn't up. doesn't mean you can disrespect her. Yeah, and said, told me, I have 30 seconds to talk. That's it. And he actually had his timer out, and that's when I that's when I got up and stormed out, and I did. I stormed out. It wasn't a, a very proud moment of mine, but that's that was the last straw um, on why that happened. I do know that there's also they have their side of the story too. Um, they have shared that, and I know they've done it publicly. That I told Chuck at that dinner that he that he was too black for me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that gosh. is not true. I have never said that, nor would I ever say that. And that's a serious accusation. And I am telling you right now that I never said that. Clearly, they didn't play that on Dateline because it didn't. It wasn't true. So 
Yeah. I will be the person to put that out there again because it is so disgusting that they would even say that. I would, I would, you know, Dwayne was sitting there. That was a tough one to swallow there. (laughs) Like, like, no. Do you remember me ever saying that? No, of course not. And it doesn't even fit the context of any of the conversation. (laughs) I know. It doesn't even... what did you just blurt out? <laughs> it just doesn't. You're too black yeah, for me. Yeah. And then stormed out. No, I it's, didn't. But, uh, <laughs> so that Ugh, might have been it. But, weird. Yes. Um, anyway. Yeah. So uh, how about the how about the you know that whole aftermath of yeah? Uh, let's move on. Dateline. Let's. Oh, hold let's, on, hold on. Let's do questions, oh. and then we'll go into the aftermath okay. of what has been happening. Sounds good. Uh, See so, what happens when I take over as as host. No, it's. <laughs> I just don't want to forget this. So Michelle Overton says, so I knew from the podcast there was a divide before the arrests. Overall, do family and friends believe the police arrested the right people and they simply went to the wrong door? Or is there still doubt that these men did it? So this is a, there's a two part, three part question on here. So let's just stop there and then I'll go on to the rest of it. Do you believe that the three men that are arrested did it? Yes. And I do as well. I'm not going to speak for other people because I'm not sure. Uh, next question, still by the same Michelle. Do some family members believe they did it, but it was planned to kill her? I, I don't know. I, I don't believe that it it was in the plan, but I don't know. Um, I'll say it like this. Uh, they had time to think about it when they were inside of there. And that was apparent. So, um, and was, it plan- was it planned beforehand? I-, I don't think so. But inside, it, it it's a technicality, but uh, they had time to, to not kill her, mm-hmm. to think about it. Yeah. Uh, and then she also, the last part of the question says, I got the impression that her dad is not convinced she was killed because of someone trying to steal weed that's easy to get in that state. But a lot of crimes are senseless. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure what Chuck's thought are, thoughts are, and I'm not going to speculate on that. But I agree with you 100% that many crimes are senseless. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Shanda, if you could go back and change anything that you did, would you and why? Oh, gosh, no. I, I, no way. I, I think wouldn't. that turned out... Fantastic. Yeah. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't change anything. Oh <laughs> Margaret. Uh honestly, do you two get along as as well as you seem to in the episode? hundred <laughs> uh, percent. We sure do. We hey, do. We've, we've had argument arguments before. It's it's typical in relationships, but man, we're we're together all the time and that's the way we want it. We get along, we're yin and yang and um, I think we have a very, very good partnership. I love it. I love it. Yep. It's fun to be with somebody who you truly enjoy to be be around and be with every single day. So yes, we are super, we're like that annoying <laughs> couple that gets along and really actually yep. truly do love each other and yep. enjoy time together. That's right. So we do at this point, mm-hmm. when you're listening to this on October <laughs> whatever date 2021 we do still get along we'll, we'll, see. As we, as we see. <laughs> we'll see you in the next update okay <laughs> yes and then margaret also asks us is recording someone like you did with the cop legal i know it's not admissible in, in every court but it's um it's there anything criminal is there anything criminal about the action of recording a person without their knowledge so margaret it is legal in michigan and it's there's different consents consents um with that law in different states but in michigan we are a one consent state so as long as one person knows that you're recording that's all that needs to know. And I knew that I was recording. So that's how it makes it legal. And then, Pamela, how did you keep your, how did you keep the motivation? My aunt was brutally, brutally murdered and has had horrible investigators that also only focus on one person and can't close the case. They always have excuses. How did you not lose hope and get frustrated? I'm burnt. 
Pamela, first of all, I am so, so sorry about your aunt. We are so, so sorry about your aunt. Um, Terrible. I'm so sorry. Um, How did we not lose hope and how did we keep the motivation? I'll tell you what, Pamela, we got burnt out a lot. We did. And it took times when we quit, we backed down. But then you wake up or you give yourself, you know, a couple days to to get re-motivated and you realize that what you're doing is so important. And it's not only so important for you, for your loved one, but for so many other people. And we just we just had to keep going one step at a time. When we decided that it was too much, you know, we would feed off each other. I, I was we're lucky enough that we had the two of us. Pamela, hopefully you have someone else who's out there fighting with you or supporting your fight that sometimes when I would back down, Dee would step up. He'd be like, Lindsay, what do I need to do? Who do I need to email? What do I need to do today to let you get that time that you need off? That is so important. And then when he would be frustrated with something, I would step in. So kind of did that tag team. Most of the time we worked together, but that's really important to find somebody that can really support you and lift you up when you start getting down. And you you know where else we found some of that uh, motivation is when uh, we put that, we we were constantly on social media and and, uh, our our group was growing, our um, community was growing and they really, really cheered us on. And uh, that, I think that was very motivating in itself um, when you had people standing behind you and, and really, really genuinely um, appreciated uh, what what we all were doing, and so it, it it almost on those hard, tough days, those tired days, that was worth it in itself. Just let's go. What what can we do? Let's let's pick one thing to do today. Yep, it's tough to go against law enforcement. D, it's yeah. tough. Mm-hmm. We make it seem like it's <laughs> you know easy for us to do, uh, or that I'm super confident when I'm doing it. But you guys, most of the time when I'm doing it, I'm pacing. I'm pacing in the house, yeah. and I'm I'm just it's it's not easy to do. So, Pamela, I would love to talk with you um, and and help you on your journey and and help give you some advice that worked for us. So, thank you for asking those questions and thank you for fighting for what's right. Um, keep keep it up. And the next question is from. Oh, it's not even a question. Tammy, can I just say I love your voice and your way of telling it like it is. Hope you keep the podcast going for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Tammy. Thanks, Tammy. Appreciate it so much. And then another Michelle, different Michelle, says, you guys are awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, Michelle. A couple Michelles on here. Yeah. Okay, so those are all the questions that we have on Facebook from the two posts that we made for asking questions. So, all right, Dee, so let's now get into that aftermath of after Dateline aired. I think that that's something that, that we should definitely address and talk about because it's it's what happens and and it's what's happening right now. And, and you know what? Let's start with the positive. Okay, we've been uh, receiving all kinds of, of positive feedback from, uh, from Dateline, whether it's from messages from Messenger, from Facebook posts, uh, uh, text messaging, all sorts of ways. And uh, even up at my, my job, I mean, insane amount of uh, great positive feedback about um, the story and about uh, getting it uh, where it needed to be. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, for the most part, it has been, I would say the majority has been phenomenal, phenomenal comments and and support. Um, So many people reaching out for help, which I love. That's just what we're so passionate about doing. And that's our whole point in Can't Stop, Won't Stop is to help guide people through a process that has worked for us and for, for our family. And so that has been phenomenal. I was, right before we started recording, I was talking to a grieving mom who's been fighting for seven Just years. Just got off the phone. Just got off the phone seven right before we started recording. Seven years for her son. 
She yeah. said she saw us on Dateline and she needed she needs someone like us to to help her. And so it was an incredible conversation and Right here in Michigan too. Yeah. That's cool. It was really yeah. cool to talk to her and uh so I have I have them lined up. Actually I have another one lined up for this evening to talk to, six PM talking to another family. And I just have a bunch that are just just lined up for the next few weeks, and I'm still going through all the comments on there. So I love it. It's yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. what we exactly. are wanting to do is coming out of it. Now, with those positives, unfortunately, the ones that stick out the most are the negative ones, and and we're working really hard on not allowing that to to take over. Uh, it is very difficult though to to not just. Um, hear them or or focus on them for just a little bit but i think we're doing a really good job about not seeing all of them yeah but you still do because <laughs> some people reach out directly to us most people are those fucking keyboard warriors who do it behind our backs yeah. and never would come and to to say it to us one of the ultimate spots for that is twitter so you know i decided to check out twitter after um i learned that sergey was uh Oh my gosh, you guys, wait, it. hold on. This is, I didn't know this, Dee, because I'm not on Twitter. I didn't oh, know this. Yeah, you checked yeah, it out? Yeah. So this is, yeah, I Uh-oh. just went, I scrolled through it and I, I got to one negative one and uh, this guy was saying um, how uh, Lindsay took up the whole second half and, you know, so much for Egypt's story kind of thing uh, when you got to speak about your podcast and um, uh, why is she so much of the story and you know, oh my thoughts to that was, <laughs> yeah, I, I wish I could say his, his words verbatim, but um, my thoughts to that were, you know, if you put time in on this situation compared to time on the um, show, it doesn't even compare. Lindsay put weeks upon weeks of time in itself. If you shoved all the time every single day and put it together, I mean, massive amounts of hours put into uh, my sister's case and now other people's and and to be on a show um i mean she was hardly even on there compared to that and so you don't really get the real perspective of um the mission that she had in in and playing uh her role in this and how much time it takes you just get a glimpse you just get a glimpse in dateline so Mm. yeah it's kind of negative, but that's when I, I shut it off. <laughs> yes, and, and it's you just have to remember that, that these people have no idea. You know, like I said before, they're keyboard warriors. They're out there looking for, for trouble and mm-hmm. to make comments on something that they have no idea what actually goes into it. I guarantee that person, and he can correct me if I'm wrong, I guarantee that person has never had a loved one murdered and had their family's story um, featured on Dateline. I'd be shocked if he did and still made comments like that. Right. So it's, For sure. It, and that's the way that we have to look at it. But it is uh, it is hurtful, but um, it, it's, it is what it is. I just have to know that what we're doing is so much beyond all those those nasty comments. Um, yeah. but, now, there is I, – I did get some, some ridicule, one that I think that we should maybe talk about and maybe give our perspective on. Mm-hmm. I got some – some ridicule about um, us being happy when the arrests were made. And I had somebody um, say, not to me, but posted it, and I actually have it. I'm going to pull it up. So I had someone, of course, you know, not come directly to me, but instead post this on my reviews on Apple Podcast. So she says, This lady has obviously never lost a family member to a tragic death. Watching her gleefully jump for joy when there was an arrest in Egypt's case was absolutely heart-wrenching. There is nothing happy about that, and she would know if she was related to a true victim of crime. Listen to Egypt's father. His is the voice that matters, not someone who has never met her. What a self-serving amoeba she is. So this person, um, you know, in, in won't even give the real name on this. Uh, I mean, they're just cowards. Won't even give their real name on a review. Um, you know, a, another person. They they all make up. They all make up names. <laughs> mm-hmm. Captain Yum Yum. 
Lindsay is annoying and full of herself. Don't waste your time. You know, I know who these people are because they just give me the one star and then they write reviews. You know, and it's all the same people who are doing it because it's like they do it days within each other. I'm not like I know how this works. And so they're just trying to make my ratings go down on Apple Podcasts because they think that that's the only way that they can hurt me. Um, But what it really does to me, babe, fires me up. That's right. <laughs> it gets me going. That's right. It gets me more motivated. By firing up, I mean motivated. It gets me so much more mo- mm-hmm. motivated to to help more families. Um, and and I'd, I'd like to maybe just address that with us jumping for joy when when the arrests were made. What yeah. do you... and I, and I'd do it again. And it's an open investigation. If they catch somebody else, it that's it's such an accomplishment. There's um I, don't understand. I just don't understand how that's not exciting. And and of course it's, it's not it's it's our opinion how people react to things yeah. differently, but how can that I don't understand how a different side I can't even fathom. Hey, maybe that person wants a sulk uh, you know in this in in everything that happens with the case. That's fine. They can do they can they can treat it how they want to, yeah. but I know that we accomplish so much over so much time. And when you get to your target, what you were on a mission on to do, to do you're going to celebrate. Yeah. That's huge. This and- is coming from someone who does have a victim um, of a crime. So that's that's Dwayne talking. Absolutely. His sister is the one that was murdered. He's the one that was jumping for joy. And we were, I mean, I can picture that moment, remember, downstairs in your yeah, office? Absolutely. And just like we were bawling. And it was, I don't understand how you wouldn't be happy when there's an arrest made in your loved one's case. I just don't understand how that can't be exciting. And, you know, I think we talked about this a little bit with, um, you know, when you have, like, my sister had a celebration for her funeral. She didn't have an actual funeral. And I, I suppose people out there, are very some people would be very traditional and, and think you just have to cry. You just have to sulk when somebody passes away. But there's even cultures out there um, that you celebrate. You celebrate your dead. It's called the Day of the Dead um, is what I'm referring to. And I think there's different mind frames in you. And it would be wise to let people um, grieve and celebrate in their own way for things in, in such a respectful I think, way. I think her dad went to the celebration of life, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so he was celebrating her life. Yes. But but can get mad at me for celebrating an arrest made in her murder. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. It It happens. People look at things differently. And um, yeah, so that was, that wasn't the only person that commented on that. So I just thought that we could, I don't know. I was curious to hear a little bit more of your thoughts. Dwayne and I haven't talked about all of this together just because we try not to bring the negativity up often because it really gets us fired up. Um, And then I think that kind of goes with, oh, sorry. Oh, I was, uh, sorry. I was moving on to the next thing. Um, It kind of goes along with the same thing. You know, Dateline brings, um, you know, a national platform. I was going to bring this exact same part up. (laughs) And so, and so you, uh, we've gotten a little bit of criticism about, um, uh, being on a national show and that we might be doing this for the fame. Yeah, well, it it started with us promoting the show. We got criticism for that, mm-hmm. that we're promoting it just to get, it's all, all about us by promoting Egypt's show and promoting people to watch it. And then we got some pretty, pretty harsh words when we said that we were going to have a watch party and that we were going to, that we were excited that mm-hmm. Egypt's story was going to be on Dateline and that we were, how can we celebrate her being on Dateline? And what are your thoughts and, on that? Well, it, let's go to the root of it. Um, right from the beginning, we knew that we were in an uphill battle. So we decided that um, we need to get this out on Facebook. Um, we need to get Egypt's story out in the local media, newspapers, um, uh, news channels, um, anywhere we could, podcasts. We did them all. And 
nothing has changed. So Dateline is just a bigger platform. We did, we're getting Egypt story out and that's what we did from the root of all this. And, and we're not going to stop now. We're, we want the world to know this. We want anybody on the moon to hear about this. And, um, and the number of families that have reached out to me and, and in our conversation today with the mom mm -hmm. that I was just talking to, she's, they say to me, I've had so many families reach out. How did you get on Dateline? It is, it is a goal of so many families. And I'm not going to say all of them because clearly it wasn't the goal of all of Egypt's family to have her story told nationally, but there are an incredible amount of, of people who would be over the moon to have their child's case be featured on Dateline. And I know there's a lot of people who would celebrate that as well. Yes, that's That's been... the way that we looked at it, was that it, this is a celebration of Egypt's name getting out there to millions and millions and millions and millions of people. Yeah. And being on this top, arguably, the top crime show so uh, you know out there so well, i don't feel bad for, no, <laughs> for having no, not at all. For celebrating and, it and putting it out there but I, that is we just want to tell you guys like that that is what's happening it's what i think a, a good way to describe it is that double-edged sword um you know where getting down and dirty and getting her story out there on the local level was was praised it was praised uh by so many <laughs> yeah. but then turn around when it goes to a national platform that it um also came with negativity so it was it was a double-edged sword where we got this case to where it should have been in the michigan state police's hands from the beginning um by getting it on uh local platforms and, and now that, um, you know, it's still an investigation, you guys. It's an open investigation. We want the word out to everyone um, so we can get um, this case closed and get everybody that needs to be put to justice um, there. So, uh, double-edged sword? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we'll, we'll take it, though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was like the whole thing with... Um... When we put out the petition, the ridicule we got for putting out the petition to get the state police involved. That's right. Yeah. You guys, we were going against Egypt's family members. By them then putting out on, on social media for people not to sign that petition. I mean, that's the truth of what actually is happening amongst our family. Yes, there's a divide. It's not just a small divide. It's a huge divide, and it's real. We had Egypt's sisters, stepmom, father, supporting other people and themselves saying, do not sign this. Do not, we don't want the state to take Egypt's case. I mean, it's, it's incredible, the divide <laughs> that, yeah. that has happened and, and Dateline, I thought did a great job on not exposing everything. It's not necessary. They yeah. really did a great job keeping it about Egypt. That's true, but uh, Coco, Coco said it. She she, she said it really well. Um, you know that uh, about the signatures, yeah. about the petition. That's right. I forgot she brought that, that up. Specifically, we're told it's not like we're divided and they do their thing and we do our thing. It was an attack on us everything we um, did everything we did to fight to for support. your sister mm -hmm. they they fought against and we're trying to tell people don't listen to us don't sign this we don't want the state police involved that's right the local police are headed in the right direction mm -hmm. yeah that's crazy yeah crazy to yeah. think about two different thoughts but it's the truth it's what, yep, that's it's what, what happened. happened yeah and it, and i know it happens and what i'm finding out especially since dateline is there are so many families out there that are divided so many and so i think it's important for us and why do we share all this and some people i know we're going to get called out on this is nobody needs to know your family's business but it's to the point now so many people knows know our family's business that it's we just talk about it now. It's part of our story. And, yeah. you know, I'm not going to come on here and we'll give details, 
we're not going to give details of you know what was said behind closed door all this stuff that's not the point this is not bashing this is just part of the story and we're getting it out there i remember um it's the even biggest worse. ridicule that we got um to date before now um was when chuck decided to instead of going to our crime stoppers meeting he decided to um he that he couldn't change his dentist appointment and so in, instead of changing his dentist appointment, my God, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he wanted us to change our appointment for Crime Stoppers. And... To get his daughter's case on Crime Stoppers National, go around on every, in the jails, in everything, to have Egypt's press release be on Crime Stoppers. That's right. Yeah. He, it, it... he couldn't change, he, he, he said... We had to change that date because he had a dentist appointment. Yep. Anyway. Ugh. So, but you guys, I'm in, in more more negativity. And usually Dwayne and I don't talk about all the negativity, but we just feel like we just are going to put it out there today. And it's yep. um, part not, of the story. Not much more, but it's it's gotten worse. It's gotten way worse since Dateline. And um, I don't know. Do you want to go into it? I, I kind of want you to take the lead on this one, if if you want to talk about it at all. Just things that are going on now, and, oh, and it's just it's yeah, really more down to us. And yeah, it really comes down to um, most people are uh, aware that there's two sides of the family. Well, you know that was uh, my mother and uh, Lindsay and I, and so um, there has been some um, some what turbulence between that relationship as well and so it's getting out there and um the the biggest part i think is that um uh my mom has been blocked from uh egypt's page uh not her justice for egypt page um the truth behind the investigation page uh because that's that's where that's our platform for uh positivity for news for um uh, getting information out there to the community and we we didn't want um any toxicity to um to corrupt that page and so that's it that's it's really important to us it's a shrine it's it's something that um that page has really gotten us to um really gotten egypt's case to where it needs to be and people look at that for information not for uh, my family's drama. differences and drama. So uh, we were keeping this page pure and um, and, and hopefully uh, things can be resolved in, in the future. And um, anything yeah, you want to add to say, that? Yeah, it's not to say that she'll be blocked from it forever. No. You know, no, not, not at all. And, and there's just, that just is, it's just what we felt was the right thing to do in the moment. And um, so... Yes, we're addressing that, and that's as much as we're going to address on that. There's a whole lot more to that story that is very personal and mm-hmm. um, that led us to that decision. That's so. right. Yes, so we appreciate you guys supporting every family. Every family member needs support. Every family member of Egypt's needs support, and... We appreciate all of that. Absolutely. So, yeah, hopefully you guys, um, is there anything else that, that you wanted to add, Dee? I think we... I think we covered it all. I know. I, yeah. We did. That was awesome. That was fun to do. And uh, most of all, we are just so grateful that... All right. So, I yeah, I think we covered it all, babe. Yay. I know. So, <laughs> thank you guys for those of you who, who asked us questions uh regarding this show regarding dateline and thank you so much to everybody who has now joined our pages can't stop won't stop thank you on facebook justice for egypt the truth behind the investigation we appreciate all of you guys just wanting to know the stories and hear egypt's story and get to know me and d better and and, and you guys, if you want to join and, and talk with us live every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, you can. We go live on our Can't Stop, Won't Stop Facebook page. 
There's a link to join on the Justice for Egypt page, or you can just search Can't Stop, Won't Stop, and you can you can join that group there. And Dee and I go live every Sunday night. Uh, you know what? But this Sunday is, is um, Halloween. So yep. keep an eye on that page, and we'll yep. let you know when we're going to when we're going to do it. So we'll, we'll find a time for it. Yeah. Yeah. So we might change it to Monday um, night, but yeah. the, the next night this week. But anyway, yeah. So I do hope that um, if you're just a listener or if you're uh, um, a person, you know, of, of a victim, a family a member of a victim, that this helps guide you through this, um, that your curiosity or um, just your your knowledge of maybe you're you not know, alone you're not yeah you're not alone it's it, this <laughs> you're is, not the this only is what family happens. Yeah. we're sharing it and i i do push you to to share your story as well and maybe if we can help with that and um you want to share your story that could be something that Lindsay gets out there too yeah yep definitely reach out to me and um let me know but there are so many families that that tragedies bring them so much closer so we, sure. we know that we're not the only, you know, and that would be awesome to share too. Families yep. that have come closer after their, their tragedy. That would to, be amazing to, to hear. I, I would want to hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, you guys. So we are now in full force with Can't Stop, Won't Stop with the movement. It is, we are overwhelmed in a beautiful way with all the outpouring of, of, need for help, begging for help, wanting help. And it's, it's just, I'm so excited to see where we're going to go next. And, uh, it it is, this movement is moving and it is, I can just kind of see our dreams, our plans all coming, coming together. Our passion. Yep. Yep. It's awesome. We're, We're strong. Yes. So thanks you guys. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed listening to, our chit chat back and forth about Dateline and check out the show if you haven't seen it. It is on, you can find it on Dateline's website. You can find it on there on Peacock, their app, uh, Hulu, those kind of apps. So anyway, thank you guys so much. We appreciate all of your love and support more than you know. We love you guys. All right. Bye. You know, I don't know why so much pain and loss has to happen. I don't have all the answers. It has been nine years since Tanner Barton was taken from all of us. And it has been four years since Brittany Bell and Egypt Covington were both taken from all of us. It has been too many years of obstacles and lies from people they trusted and from the police. It has been too many years that no family should ever have to go through. Tanner, Brittany, and Egypt, we can't stop and we won't stop fighting for you and every other victim that deserves justice. Please be sure to join our Facebook group, Can't Stop, Won't Stop, for more information, where Dwayne and I go live every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can also follow me on Instagram at MyLindsayAnn. A huge thank you to singer and songwriter Mr. Peace for allowing us the rights to use the song, Where'd You Go?, featuring our beloved Egypt Covington. We appreciate you. Can't wait for next week.